at home and also college kid flavor of this podcast. I am currently making ramen. I will be consuming said ramen over the course of the podcast, and I apologize for any ramen-related sound impurities. Please give us updates, no matter what we're talking about. If there's an important development in the ramen story, that takes precedent over anything we're speaking about. I got you. So then just to set the scene, um, I typically do ramen on the stovetop, but today I'm feeling particularly trashy. So I have decided to do it in the microwave. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It doesn't have microwave instructions, which always freaks me out. So so now I'm just kind of shooting in the dark, man. Like I put it on. Who knows? Will it be enough? Will it not? Y'all are about to find out with us. Good stuff. Also going to do a real podcast. <laughs> the return of sports is imminent worldwide. And in the United States as well. Imminent, I don't know what that word means is a lot, but I think it fits. Yeah, I mean, I think imminent implies that they are for sure coming back. Oh. <laughs> Which I can't say about every sport. I mean, sports are technically currently back. And they will continue to be coming back. Mm-hmm. But not all of them. As we will discuss here. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Ramen update. The, the ramen's done. How long did you microwave it for? Three minutes, I believe. Is that good enough? Uh, maybe. Do we need a little more? I don't know. I'm not a... Hey, it looks depressing, so I think it might be done. <laughs> Basing this off mac and cheese bowls, which are like three and a half minutes, and there's... Typically more noodles in that than one of those in, in ramen than a mac and cheese bowl, so. Yeah. Starting to think. Okay, this is an important development. Okay. Because we've now had the opportunity to stir the ramen, which I think was vital. In that it now looks a little bit more like ramen. I will now, hold on a second. Oh, that's hot. Oh, okay. Those are some hot undercooked noodles, man. Oh, wow. How does that work? I don't know, but I think it's probably a microwave thing. Like, the heat is technically high, but it, like, hasn't had time to actually, like, distribute through the ramen. I don't know. Three more minutes. We're coming back. All right. In that three minutes, we should talk about the sports predictions. Where are we starting? Okay. So, yesterday, ESPN had six major sports commissioners from the U.S. on for a special called The Return of Sports. So, I think it's fitting we do this now. And I lost all interest in it when I realized it wasn't live. So, <laughs> I didn't watch it. But that happened. And Were they all in the same room? Or no. was it a Zoom? It's okay. Zoomy Zoom. I was going to say, if I was going to direct an intercontinental ballistic missile at one room, that's up there. (laughs) It's like, there are worse rooms that can hit. Yes. And somehow, Rob Manfred, commissioner of the MLB, ended up looking like the worst person in that room. Mind you, this was impressive. Mm hmm. Mind you, this was pre recorded, and when he was asked, about his league's um, negotiations returning to play, he simply said, it's a disaster. Like, dude, you're the boss of this said disaster. Can't you do something? <laughs> that doesn't. has big dad halfway through a road trip vibes. <laughs> like, I understand that I am technically running this show, but I'm in no way actually running this show. <laughs> ah, what can you do? <laughs> Right, yeah. (laughs) And yeah, he was stammering over his words, had a lot of awkward pauses. Not good. Okay, so. Whoa, that was was great. So predictions episode, what this means is that we will predict three things from each of the sports leagues that we may know we have heard of that will be returning. One, when is it coming back? When is the first game going to start? Two, mm-hmm. who will win it all when it's when the season's over? Three, mm-hmm. 
anything else about it. Just a random prediction in general about the return. Okay. Okay. Yes. Are we recording these? In, I mean, we're recording them, obviously. Are we going to have a point system to decide who was the better prediction maker? I think we should. I think okay. for date, getting the starting date right should be two points if you get it on the dot. One point if you're within no, – wait, three points on the dot, two points for within three days, and then one point for the week. For this, mm, okay. Because I think it's this should be weighted less than the other two categories, given that these yeah. leagues have indicated when they want to start. Right. For champion, we should go five points for correct champion. Two points yeah. if they're the runner-up, and then there's no one-point category at all. One-point semifinal. One-point semifinal. Mm-hmm. Or one point if you get, like, the runner upright or something like that. Like, if we do NBA Finals and you say Clippers over Bucks, but the Bucks win, I think you should get a point for predicting the Bucks to make it. I think we should do one point for your team makes the semifinals. Okay. And, like, some leagues – well, some leagues it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Because there are no semifinals. Well, like, the Prem, it's points-based, and also we already know who's going to win – so, uh, so should we uh, predict who gets relegated in the Prem then? I was going to say the fourth spot Champions League team, not counting Manchester City, who can't take it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and question, are we allowed to look at tables at any point during this? All the stats are, are, are in play. I think we should be able to look up any article, any statistic we want. Okay. <laughs> That's going to help me greatly in a lot of these. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and then for random event, I think, depending on the degree of randomness, we will decide. Like, for mm. NBA returning, a player has to sit out of a playoff series because they get COVID. That's not that random. But No. But if we go like... But like um, LeBron gets COVID. Yeah, that's specific. So that should be like 10 points right there if you correctly predict a player who has to sit out, you know? Right. So, <laughs> Raman update, how we doing? Hey, we're doing great. Uh, at least we possibly are. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm beginning to wonder if this was a microwave-safe container. <laughs> Is it slowly collapsing in on itself? Getting a little droopy. Slowly collapsing in on itself, much like the Manchester City organization. Uh, What's happening with, with them? Because I had not heard this. Oh, yeah. Well, they got a Champions League ban next year. Why? Financial fair play rules that they violated. Which Basically, ones? they cheated on their FIFA taxes. Or their uh, UEFA taxes, Good old tax fraud. And, and who is FIFA oh. to be saying anything about tax fraud? Exactly. That's why it's so funny. <laughs> but, like, the stupid thing is we play by the rules. Like, if Liverpool didn't, I'd be up in arms about this in Manchester City's corner. Mm-hmm. And I cheer for teams in different leagues that totally cheat on this <laughs> And, like, I don't care. Because, like, as long as you can get away with it, whatever. Most yeah. teams do. But Liverpool, like, kind of famously does the Liverpool way, which I love, right? Although they're one of those clubs that has a the blank way. We play it the right way. And well, we have a certain culture always, of players we like. I'm going to call bullshit on you because I think the Huskers do that. And you're one of the most avid Husker fans I know. Yes, but I don't think we're as pretentious about it as some teams are. We are way more pretentious about it than most college football teams. True, but we're not like Notre Dame. Oh, thank God, yeah. We're yeah. not near Notre Dame. <laughs> like Notre Dame's what I think of when I think of pretentious culture, college sports. You know what's like a statistical anomaly? Both of us on this podcast grew up Catholic. 
went to went to a Catholic high school, and neither of us are Notre Dame fans. <laughs> like that's just a statistical anomaly. Granted, you've got like the Nebraska factor being the only thing that stops that. Yes. Plus, but no- <laughs> Notre Dame is just so of- fun to root against. Yeah, I like alternate rooting for them and rooting against them. No, I, I'm always against. Unless I know. A lot they're of playing like USC. And I get that. I think it's when they play teams that I hate even more. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, I can cheer for Notre Dame. Everybody likes Rudy. He was offsides. He was offsides. This is true. I mean, I was rooting for Notre Dame in their championship game against Bama that one year even though I rooted against Notre Dame every game leading up to that. Uh, ramen update. The ramen is complete. Um, so I gave it a quick taste test, but we're really going to give it a go now. All right. Hey, man, that's ramen. What type of ramen? Chicken, which is saddening, but it's all we have. <laughs> Chicken ramen's the saddest ramen. It's, it's the most basic ramen, but it happens to be one I enjoy a lot. I think it's, shrimp's it's ahead good. of it, but chicken. um, chicken's fine. It's adequate, right? The uh, the pork is the best. The beef is a little too like, oh my god, it's just soy sauce for me. Yeah, I'm not too huge on the beef either. I go like the, shrimp, chicken, pork. Shrimp is the best, then pork, then chicken for me. And the green chili stuff is good, but only make when you're making it. I've a never, batch. never had that. You got to make it in a double batch and mix it with something else. Okay. Yeah. Like the green chili and pork is really good, but the green chili on its own is like, oh God, I want to die. <laughs> okay. So predictions episode, which league should we start with? Should we start with the leagues that have already resumed and just try to predict the winners of that? I think winners and random stuff for them. And random yeah. stuff. Yes. All right. KBO, Korean Baseball Organization. Who we got winning that, and what's a random thing that will happen? Uh, I have the NC Dinos winning. As do I. Let's because 538 said they might be the best Korean baseball team of all time. They seriously might be. I. And... This- and- they hit home runs like no other, man. I love that team. Plus, yeah. Old Daddy, their mascot, is national treasure. Okay. Do we get any negative points for guessing weird stuff wrong? No. Someone will get hit by a bat flip. <laughs> Someone will get hit by a bat flip. It just has felt inevitable to me from the beginning of this, that, like, someone is going to get absolutely clobbered by one of these elaborate bat flips. Um, I love that. My, I don't know if I have others. My weird prediction is one of those cardboard cutout fake fans will get beheaded by a foul ball. Good one. Good one. Yep. <laughs> So, so how many points are we assigning to these predictions if we get these right? I'd say a bat flip one. That's pretty, pretty out there right there. Cause if Not really. But it hasn't happened before. I'm sure it's happened in past years. Um, let's give it a three. Give it a three. Cardboard I'm willing to give your foul ball guy a one. Can it be a one and a half? Because I said beheaded. I... I'm not just saying getting clobbered by a foul ball. I'm saying the foul ball has to have enough velocity to take off a mannequin's head. Okay, that won't happen. I'll give you a two. Awesome. (laughs) I'll be keeping track of these, okay? Okay. (laughs) As I should have been (laughs) this entire time. Okay, next up, Bundesliga. Mm. Are we predicting the winner for this one? Yes. Okay. Uh, Bayern Munich. Yeah, I <laughs> Bayern Munich as well. I think that might be some free real estate right there. But yeah, 
I feel like both titles here are totally sewed up. Yeah, we're starting with the more obvious ones first, just to kind of get them out of the way. And then we, like, mm-hmm. pyramid our way up to the unknown. Yeah. R- random thing that happens in Bundesliga in the remainder of the season. Mines gets relegated. How, how unlikely is this? Because I, I do not remember seeing that team on the table. They are currently one spot above relegation. Okay. But, but it's a gap left. Oh. It's a gap of three points to the one below. I don't know how many games are left. Um, so three points between them and relegation right now. Okay. It's not a bad guess. It's a little out there. I'd give that a two. I think that's fair. Yep. They have three games left. Three games left. So they basically need to lose at least one of those and have the below team win at least one of those. Or... Yeah, pretty much. Or the below team wins out and they tie every other game. I don't know. But mm-hmm. my prediction for Bundesliga, weird prediction. Somebody at Fox Sports 1 messes up and accidentally plays a rival team's crowd chant during a home game. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm- think it's likely because they probably like pack it like, package it beforehand. Yes. So, I'm going to give you a five. Five. Let's go. Because I don't know if you've been watching these games, audience, but they literally have, like, crowd noise from previous home games of these teams that they're playing in the background of the broadcast. So, let me get this straight. Do you think that in, like, the middle of a Dortmund game, they're going to play a Bayern champ? Yes. Somehow, some way, that's gonna slip in there. Like, I don't know. If they, like, I think they probably just use just crowd noise from like the loudest stadiums. I'd imagine Bayern's one of them. So maybe the guy just gets lazy and is just pumping in generic fan chatter. Then a chant slips in there, and he looks mm. like a doof. But he's German, so he looks like a Dusseldorf. We're currently in sixteenth. I believe in you, Dusseldorf. Well, you should, because they're the team who have to win two straight to beat Mines. Yes. I think we just accidentally became Dusseldorf stands. <laughs> We're going to stay up. We're going to win the damn league next year, Justin. <laughs> I hope so. FC Stroopwaffle. FC Stroopwaffle. <gasps> All right. This Can we get SB Stroopwafel merch for the pod? <laughs> Please. We, can we just buy, like, an eighth-level German soccer team and rename them FC Stroopwafel? I thought about recommending that we find a way to sponsor, like, a low-tier, like, Algerian soccer club. Algerian. <laughs> I think that's pretty much all for the Bundesliga. Yes. All Which, right. Me was over as soon as that El- or their classicers sucked. Mm-hmm. Gosh, what a letdown. <laughs> that sucked. All right. Next up, PGA. I don't know how we want to do this. Do you want to go like next tournament that I've heard of, or like next major, or all the majors? <laughs> how do we want to predict the PGA? What's the next major? The next major is. August 6th is when the PGA starts. Mm. Let's do the next major. All right. The PGA Championship at TPC Harding from San Francisco, California. Who wins? Um, Five points for outright winner. Yes. Three points for runner-up, one point for top five. I think it should be bumped up to like six points or seven points because this is golf. And there's like – a hundred different people who could win this. Seven thing. points winner. Mm-hmm. Five points top three. One point top five. Yes. Patrick Reed. 
Ooh, you're going Patrick Reed. I, I don't like that pick. I think in quarantine, he'll probably be eating too much, probably not focused on his golf game. Not too sure about that. I think you just fat shamed Patrick Reed. It's a national pastime. That's true. I'm doing your patriotic duty. Yes. Gosh, who do I think will win the PGA this year? You know what? I think this is based on nothing, really, but some countries have had less restrictions than others and have been hit less hard by this pandemic. I think Australia has been on the safe side compared to other places a lot, so I'm going Jason Day. Mm. Weak. Motherfuckers get vertigo again. Oh, is is that him? Who has that? Um, He gets vertigo when he has to abruptly travel across the or across the world. Which is a professional golfer. Especially one who has been traveling for months. So go ahead and make my Patrick Reed joke, bud. Or my Patrick So, for a random happening, should it be for just the PGA Championship or for just the remainder of the tour schedule? The remainder of the tour schedule. Okay. I'll start. One of the drone cams gets taken out by a bird. I feel like this happens a lot. One point. <laughs> One point. Oh, gosh. How do I ramp this up? Uh, um, uh, the bird then drops the drone cam in somebody's lie on the green. 30 points. 30 points. I like it. Boomer bust. <laughs> it has to go directly in the line. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no points if it doesn't go directly in the line of someone's putt. If it's not, if we can't make a straight line graphic between it, I don't get any points. Not even worried about a straight line. If okay. the line of the putt doesn't cross where the drone was, no dice. Okay. 30 points. I That's a chance I'm willing to take. Because it's going to be wrong that's why it's like incentivizes making stupid predictions yes <laughs> um both tiger and phil missed the cut at augusta oh tiger the defending champ tiger woods misses the cut that's in november augusta i believe let me take a look at the schedule again i thought it was october october november same thing oh november 12th through the 15th Damn, that's like right before my birthday. That's weird. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to feel so strange. Mm-hmm. Hello, friends. I'm Jim Nance, and I'm freezing my... Welcome to a tradition like no other. Who the f- decided Georgia gets cold? <laughs> he probably has to do an NFL game that Masters Sunday afternoon, too. So he'll be... If, uh... If Tiger could hurry, the, hurry this up, I've got Bears-Packers later this evening. Tiger, if Tiger. you're listening, go ahead. It's, it's a three-foot putt, Tiger. It's a three-foot putt, Tiger! <laughs> All right. Both Tiger and Phil, I'll give that a three. What? Outrageous! Well. <laughs> I had a bird defying all laws of nature and managing to sabotage a golfer. Okay, Mine that's how far I went. And bold prediction. <laughs> I'm willing to bet you the last time both Tiger and Phil missed a cut in the major in, in like any major tournament was before their professional career. I promise you, it's never happened at Augusta since before their professional career. Okay, fine, seven. No, I want ten. Ten? I Nine. want ten. Ten. Fine. Thank you. <laughs> Unbelievable with this coming at me with this three. Oh, God. In terms of unlikely universe events, this is just two people missing a cut. Compared to what I had to say to get a 30, is this really one-third as unlikely as what I'm predicting? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, it feels more unlikely to me. That's why I made the prediction. 
But I think that, like, that year will inevitably come, and there's probably, like, a one in, like, five chance that it's this year. Mm-hmm. But, but it just feels awesome. I know. That's why it's a bigger and better prediction. But it'll be more than a year removed. Old dudes don't do well with adversity. Just ask my dad. You're great, dad. Yeah, I think that, like, if there was going to be a slip, it would be this year. Weird things are going to happen across the board. That's why we're doing the weird prediction section. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I have. <laughs> okay. Uh, La Liga. Uh, let me look at the table. Yep. Table time. I don't like following La Liga. Like, I just don't. I like it. I like the style of play a lot yeah, more absolutely. than a lot of other leagues. It's closer than I thought. Yeah. How many games do they have left? 38 games total, so 10. They've got, like, 10 games left, depending yes. on the club. Mm-hmm. I'll go Barca. I think they've, they've had time to heal for injuries, and I think they've got a comfortable enough lead, two points. <laughs> and I think they'll beat Madrid whenever they play next, so I'll take Barca. I'm going to be strategic here and pick Barca, too. Okay, so if I fail, you fail type of thing. Right. But there's no way for either of us to up, open up a huge gulf of points here. Mm-hmm. Uh, weird predictions. Athleti finds a way to make the top four. Ooh. Top four. They are... Oh, they're only one point behind. They're currently in sixth. Okay, but they, they're at 46 points. Fourth place is 47. But they're in sixth. <laughs> no, that's a one. <laughs> Okay, I'll take the one. He'll take the one? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to predict that you might be right about that, that Real Sociedad will not finish in fourth. They, Sociedad will drop from four to seven in the final table. That's currently a four-point gap. I don't know well, why I think this. Well, no, that's, a, that's more, more than you. That's got to be at least two points. No, one point. How? Because Athleti and Valencia are both better teams than Real Sociedad. Okay, but what about Getafe? They're fine. They're there. They're having a nice season. But on a pure talent level, both of those teams are probably better than Sociedad. Okay. Let me... One point. Sociedad finishes below Valencia? Okay. Isn't that what you just said? I never implied Valencia was going to be the team to move up. Maybe, right. maybe it's Granada. Right, but what Granada. I'm telling you now is if any teams move up, it's going to be Atleti and Valencia. Oh, the, oh, I forgot you said Valencia was a good team. Uh, <laughs> let me just recalibrate my prediction now. Um, all right. Valencia is currently minus one in goal differential. They'll finish the season positive ten. Whoa! What? I'm making a bold one. Yeah, ten points. Yes, let's go. <laughs> I don't exact know. on the money, positive ten. Exact on the money, positive ten. Okay, ten points. All right. What's next? Okay. Oh, English Premier League. <laughs> Has that resumed yet? No. Okay, so first, when is it going? They have a date set. A lot of a lot of leagues have a date set. That doesn't mean they're going to start on that date. I'm going to guess the date then, Justin. All right. Wednesday, June 17th. <laughs> I will agree with that. Yeah, it starts tomorrow. It starts literally tomorrow. I can't imagine what will cause this delay. Yeah, you'd have to have a pretty high transmission rate to stop it starting tomorrow. <laughs> and you know what we're coming back with, which I just love? Aston Villa and Sheffield United? 
I adore that. It's going to be the most English game. Like, a typically low-tier team who is having a magical season in seventh and is currently ahead of Tottenham and Arsenal against Aston Villa, who still suck, who always suck, who will forever suck, and are probably going to get relegated this year. Bold prediction, Aston wins that game. Oh, really? Yup. Five points. Woo! Big money. Damn. <laughs> You're wrong, but damn. It's uh, the easiest bold one I could do without... <laughs> so I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the team with 82 points are probably going to... Gonna win. I I will agree. I think I'm Liverpool really happy wins to as well. say this. I'm I'm overjoyed to make this prediction. <laughs> <sighs> I love life. I just can I. We gotta, and there will be a full one at some point. But I just need to express. I don't know if any of you listeners are fans of beleaguered teams. Lots of you are probably Husker fans. So the Huskers' glory was like a little bit before I could remember it. And I started cheering for this particular team, Liverpool, in 2013. A year, well, in 2014, in the 2013-14 season, they almost won the league and they lost and really all they would have had to do is like find a way to draw against Chelsea and then they didn't and then Man City won the league that year and I thought well there it goes that was our chance at glory we will never have another chance to win the Premier League because like after that our manager left and like things were really rocky for a while we couldn't get the transfers we needed and things were bad And then suddenly, this little German man from Borussia Dortmund, like, wanders into our our locker room. And, ladies and gentlemen, his name is Jurgen Klopp. And, ladies and gentlemen, I might name my firstborn after him regardless of gender. Because Jurgen Klopp means more to me than some family members. Jurgen Klopp means more to me than most friends. I have never met this man, but I kid you not, he is one of the most positive figures in my life. Um, and now, after lifting this team to, to, to match its former European glory in another Champions League, he has once again brought us to win the league title. And, and I could sing. <laughs> so that's where I'm at, folks. And we have had to wait and wait and wait to win this title. And we Six were all years. Pre- <laughs> well, from 2014. Well, no, because we haven't won a title in the Premier League era. Oh, ever? We've won, we won titles before it was the Premier League. But when it switched over from the top flight to, like, the Premier League... Who was that? Like, the 90s. Oh. Like, the very early 90s. And, like, we kept putting together good teams that just could not close it out in the league. We won two Champions League titles in that time. We have not won our domestic league. Which is frustrating. And to do it in a year that's so topsy-turvy is so much fun. Like, Man City's second, but, but they can't take a Champions League spot. So then you have Leicester City next, and then Chelsea, and then United, and then Wolverhampton, and then Sheffield United, and then Tottenham by one point over Arsenal. And Arsenal have a game in hand. And they've had that game in hand going on, what, like three months now? <laughs> I love this league. It's easily my favorite league in the world. I'm very excited to have it back. I'm really frustrated that a lot of people 
are going to insist on putting an asterisk on this season for Liverpool. Don't, and I don't be mad. Embrace it. But I cannot for the life of me understand, like, why you would say that. We had this league wrapped up at Christmas break. Like, we have known we were going to win this league. We have one loss and one draw on the season. The next team behind us is, like, we win, like, two more games, and it's mathematically impossible for them to catch us. Like, <sighs> so the idea that because there's been a gap here before we were able to actually tie up the league means that, like, there needs to be an asterisk is ridiculous to me. All right. Anyway, What's Liverpool's going to win the league. I love saying that. I just – that saying that with total and absolute confidence makes me so much – it makes me a better person inside. Like, it, it improves my personality. <laughs> but, what, but what's something bold that happens? Something uh, unexpected. Man United doesn't get a Champions League spot. Okay, let's take a glance at that table. They are three spots away from four. Oh, wait, never mind, Man City. I forgot they did tax fraud. Um, so they don't. Okay. I, I will bump this up a couple points. Who takes their spot? No, I shouldn't have to guess that. It's a bold prediction that they don't get it anyway. They're okay. in the driver's seat for it. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you four for bold prediction of Man Make it five. Fine, five. I will up it two points if you predict the replacement. No. Is this a separate side bet, or does this supersede? This would supersede. I will bu- no. I'll, I'll give you eight points. Eight points no. if you predict a, a replacement to. Nope, no. you're not doing it. It could be anyone between them and 10th, Justin. Which is why I think it I would, would be an intriguing prediction. I would not at all be surprised if Burnley ends up in the Champions League. <laughs> Make that a prediction. I dare you. That'd be 12. This is the final international sport that we cover. Formula One. I'm not doing NASCAR because even in a world where it's the only American sport on TV, I still don't care. What's the official start date at this point? July 3rd, I believe. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to say we start on time, which start. would be a, like, a miracle. <laughs> For F1 to do anything as scheduled ever. Okay, now I'm just popping out to the... Oh, never mind. It's July 5th when they're scheduled to start the Austrian Grand Prix. Oh, but practices start on the 3rd, right? Yes. So I'm going to say practice starts on the 3rd. Okay. Do you think they're doing it on time? Yeah. I think it's so soon that I'm inclined to agree with you. There's a strong part of me that wants to predict another date. Like, Go ahead. Do it. Uh, you could pick another date within the week. Hmm, I could. I think it will start July 5th. The practices and then whatnot. Like, it's not going to start July 3rd. They're going to do a random two-day delay. I don't know what the reason for that's going to be. I just want to be different. That, does that count for my bold prediction? No. Okay, good. But you want to double dip. Ooh. No, I'm not going to predict what makes it start late. I'm just saying it's going to start late. Yeah. I don't even know what you would predict for that. Just general that. incompetence? Like one car gets lost in the mail? That's um, exactly what I was going to say was like logistics. Yeah, so for logistical reasons, I'd say like, I'll take a two-day like, delay. Like, Racing Point accidentally leaves both of their cars in, like, Timbuktu or wherever they make them. Yeah, <laughs> checks out. Um, so, should, who, who are we doing winning for? Drivers or constructors? Hmm. <laughs> 
Hmm. You stumbled onto my bold prediction. Oh. But, yeah. but, who, but who are we predicting? What Constructors. Constructors? I think that's the easier, like, thing to talk about. Okay. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Mercedes. Oh. I hate you. <laughs> Because now you're going to make me put my money where my mouth is on what I actually think is going to happen versus the inertia of this sport. Yes. So I want to say that none of what I'm about to say is my official prediction. It's my thought process. Okay. As we've been talking about all of this, because my mind will never let me stop thinking about Formula One, I've been thinking about my Formula One bold prediction. And one of my bold predictions that I've considered is a team other than Mercedes wins the title. Which I think is likely. If you put Mercedes against the field this year, You're I think it's take about the field. I take the field by just a little bit, thinking Lewis is in a weird mental spot, thinking lots of the midfield teams look really good, thinking Mercedes might be in rule trouble, thinking they might take this year off, just kind of mentally check out and think they can win from a development perspective. But they were the fastest in testing. I mean, Ferrari looked good, but Mercedes looked great. And Ferrari slipped on certain days. This season sets up well to Max Verstappen's personality in some ways. It's short. It's going to be angry. Like, this, and I'm going to say this every season until the end of time, this is the perfect season to start religiously watching F1. <laughs> like, because Max Verstappen is just going to be electric. Like, he will win or he will crash out every single race. There's all kinds of drama in the transfer market for next year that makes this year impossible. Like, it's very much like, do you remember that show where, like, they made people who had formerly, like, broken up or, like, gotten divorced, like, live together again for another, like, month or two weeks or whatever? No. It was on, like, HGTV at, like, one in the morning once. It was terrible. But that sounds this like is an A&E show. I think it probably was A&E. This is that show in F1. Like, everyone's stuck with their ex until the end of the year. And so, I just think it's going to be super electric and dynamic, and I'm very excited for this season. But like I was saying earlier, Ferrari might pull something weird out of their butts. You never know what Red Bull is going to do. I don't expect McLaren to challenge for a title but I would not at all be surprised if they sneak into the top three, especially if they can iron out their consistency problems. But I'm going to predict that Mercedes win because, <laughs> my God, you look at this, like, half of – it feels like forever. <laughs> like, especially as a new fan, you look back at this dynasty that we're here for, like, very possibly the tail end, or end of, and it's like, Holy, it's insurmountable, you know? So, yeah, I picked Mercedes to win, but my bold prediction is the person who wins the driver's championship is not the person who wins the constructor's championship. Will be from a different team. Do you have who that driver and team are? I do. Say it. Nope. Say it. Nope. You'll get more points. I'll say it for free, but I don't want to risk the points on this. It's a big enough risk the way it is. Okay, so we're thinking this is like a five as is. What? What? <laughs> okay, but just for just for fun, who who would this driver and team be? Uh, Verstappen and Red Bull. Uh, but Albon dra drags them down and they can't figure out their second driver situation. 
mm-hmm. which will be a particularly ironic because Carlos Sainz is going to have a banner year. <laughs> so oh, he used yeah. to be a driver for them. I remember that. We, we went over all that drama. Yeah. So okay. Max Verstappen looks like a god. Christian Horner looks like an idiot. You're thinking eight points for that? Uh, I think it's fair for eight, yeah. All right. So then for 10, I'm going to say not only will not a Mercedes driver win it, but Max Verstappen from Red Bull will. <laughs> I am going to take your prediction and make it my own for two extra points. No, I don't know. Can you stop playing the song? It's messing up our audio. I thought you said you couldn't hear the song. Well, now I can. And now it... Okay. It makes you hard to understand. I call foul. Okay. I, that was a long shot anyways. Um, <laughs> I would say... At least three races this year will not start on time because somebody loses the car, like, logistically. Actually loses the car physically. They cannot find it. Oh, they can't find it. They can't find it. Okay, I'm I'm scrapping the three. At least one race this year, somebody will just straight up lose a car. They can't find it. Ten points. Let's do it. I needed a ten-pointer. That ends our international sports corner of the week. God, good because we're running out of time. All right, NHL. When's it gonna start? Oh God, when is the? They have have they announced a, a start date? They have not. So this is just pure guesswork. They will start. I'm going to say they start the same week as the Masters. Whoa. Whoa. Not until November? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Wait, hold on. They're still planning to finish this season. I misunderstood this article. I thought that they were going to wait until next season to start again. Oh, no. They're planning to playoffs this year. Okay. Uh, they start that in August. What day? The 17th. I will go August 10th. Mm. Okay. Who wins? Who wins? Let's pull up it. You know what? Without, without looking at a table, this is a random year. Very random year. So I think the Lightning are due. They've come so close the last couple of years. I'd say this is what gets them over the hump. Tampa Boston. Bay Lightning. You're going Boston? Boston. Boston. All right. <laughs> Bold prediction. Oh, God. Bold prediction? Mm-hmm. Do I know enough about hockey to make any bold predictions? <laughs> ratings for hockey this year on television are, are are substantially higher and we can argue about the def- definition of substantially later but substantially higher than last year's that's like a three yeah that's fine it wasn't that bold but it's like I might actually get points on it oh that's true you know what I think if they're going to – wait, the Stanley Cup always competes with other sports, though. So that's kind of out the window. Hmm. What? Well, I was going to say they'd be lower because it's, oh, a fake, yeah. it's a fake playoff. Like, it's thrown together like all these other postseasons are. So that's not going to attract casual fans, you know? Oh, yeah, it is. It will, probably, but – We're so starved for sports. Okay, here's my bold prediction. Okay. Only one Canadian team will win the playoff series. 
will win a playoff series. Yes. So we've got they're like Canadian and the, the Leafs, Canadians, I think. The Leafs, the Habs, Oilers, Flames, Canucks. Uh, Senators aren't going to make the playoffs anyways. But yeah, out of, out, out of those five playoff teams, only one will win the playoff series. Five points. I'll take it. Which one? Ooh, you're making me double down. That's bold. Um, I figure it's such an unlikely thing anyways. I will double down, and I will say the Edmonton Oilers. Good enough. What does that bump me up? But you're not doubling down. No, that's my new prediction. Edmonton Oilers, only Canadian team to win a playoff series this year. Oh, that bumps you up to six. It's one extra point. I'll take it. Um. <laughs> Next up, chronologically, NBA. When are we starting? Mm, when is the NBA scheduled to start, Justin? They said July 31st, but have since bumped it up to July 30th. What the hell? Yep. <laughs> Okay, I'll go with July 30th. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll say that as well. I just don't see what would make them change it again. Yeah, if they've already changed it once, I feel pretty confident that they won't mess with it again unless they absolutely have to. All right. Who wins and who beats who? I, I think we both know at least a little bit much about the NBA to predict a championship game. <laughs> Lakers beat Bucks. Lakers beat Bucks. How many games? Uh, are points contingent on this? Okay, they're not contingent, but you'll get one bonus point if you get the games right. Six. Six. Lakers and six over Bucks. Yep. Like, typically, all throughout this year, I, I was thinking Lakers for almost no other reason than I really didn't want them to win. And I normally predict things I don't want to happen because they normally do happen. But now I want them to win because they have Dion Waiters on their team. So I am going Bucks in six over Clippers. Because Wait, if, what? I don't I don't think the Lakers make it this because if there's no fans, they lose a home court advantage in a series versus the Clippers. Because if they were to play the Clippers in a battle of LA with fans at the Staples Center. All seven games would be Laker majority, no matter how many Clippers fans the Clippers tried to sell the tickets to. It would be a Lakers home crowd all of those games. Now it's a no home crowd. It's a more fair environment. The Clippers, they're younger. I like them over the Lakers, but I don't like them over the Bucks. Okay. Are we ready for bold predictions? Bold predictions, yes. Here's my bold prediction, Justin. Yes. It's going to be boring. It's okay. Define boring. It will be a fucking snooze fest. People will talk about how much of a snooze fest the games are. It will suck out loud. I'll give that like a three. Yeah, that's fair. I think because it's not something you and I want, but it is very likely. My bold prediction, in a play, in the playoffs, for at least one game, Dion Waiters will start for the Lakers. Three. Okay. Uh, b- keep in mind that he is not. He has yet to play a single game for this team. But what do you want from me? Okay, fine. Dion Waiters sneaks into weird all the time. This he does. Career. <laughs> That's his your ethos. Whole, your whole prediction is weird man does weird. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, how about he starts a playoff game, but then he doesn't start the next because he snuck out of the bubble. Oh, God. That's, that's 10. Yes, let's so do it. Specific. Oddly specific. But you're doubling down. I am doubling down. Okay. All right. 
What's the next league? Next league, MLB. Are we starting? No. Okay. No. I think just to be different. Because <laughs> in my heart, I do not think we'll have a season this year. No, Which, we're not playing baseball. No. In fact, baseball might be dead. <laughs> Honestly, what can bring it back after this? Because because if you saw the latest 30 for 30 about Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, they basically brought baseball back to the American public after it was tarnished during the steroid era, only to find out that these guys were juicing too. But if home runs, we know they can't bring it back because we've had more home runs these past two years than we've had in baseball's history. So yeah, but we like, haven't had interesting home run races with, like, interesting people at the core. Like, that's the difference. Yes, there are more home runs per game, but there's less drama. There's less storylines. The teams that you – here's the problem with American sports. There are teams that, no matter the era, people want to be good. People would prefer if the Knicks were good. People prefer it when the Celtics – You suck. People, I think, generally prefer it when, like, the Celtics and Lakers are both good and have to play each other. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. I think people feel similarly about baseball. My favorite years are when we're – when the Yankees are good and when we are better. You know? And and my second favorite years are when we're really evenly matched. Um. But but then you look at, like, the Sox play the Dodgers in the World Series, two of the largest TV markets out there, two of the biggest brands in baseball. Both had exciting young players at the time, had the second lowest ratings ever for the World Series. Yeah, for sure. But so I don't, know, I don't know if brands can bring it back if the Dodgers and the Sox can't do it. That's probably fair and a backhanded compliment to my team, and I appreciate that. Um, I think, yeah, I don't know. Baseball might be dead. It might be, but given the time we have left, we don't have time to discuss that. So I will say, <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's going to be a season. I, I jumped the gun on saying that I'm going to be different in this. I'm just, no, there's not going to be a season. Nope. So does Manfred get assassinated by the end of the year. <laughs> I think he'll come with a mutual decision between him and the owners to resign because the owners got what they wanted. They I don't think they wanted the season because they would lose really? the month. They don't want to not the season the players want at least. And if they want a season, it's going to be a 48 or like a 50 game one. Which I actually think would be really fun. It would but it'd be too random and it I, I don't think the players want that. A lot of, like, normal baseball fans wouldn't want that. And a lot of casual fans I don't think would either. Because as the time came comes for playoffs, number one, the playoffs are going to be so random this year, you won't have a feel for who's good. And number two, NBA playoffs, college football, NFL regular season will all be going on at the same time. Yeah. So who's going to care for a team that you barely know anything about? Yep. So, I think Manfred resigns by the end of the year. Is that your bold prediction? Yep, bold prediction for MLB offseason. And that's like a two. I'll give it to myself. Do you have a bold MLB offseason prediction? Manfred stays. Let's, Let's do two points for both of those. No, I think it's more likely that he leaves. But the owners, they... You think they'll find a new puppet? Because they know they can control this guy. They've done it. I think they find a new puppet. I think it's not that hard to find puppets. I think they can call up Roger Goodell and give him both jobs. I think... Yeah. God, this sucks. The whole situation is something we will address probably when we find out for certain there will not be baseball. Mm -hmm. So... Three for he stays? Sure. Okay. And our final two, because I don't think we'll do 
sports that have been delayed until next year as part of this episode. Um, uh, college football. When, so who wins the title? When does it wins? start? When does it start? And bold prediction. It starts as scheduled. As with week zero. Yep. Ooh. I, I think we're not going to have a week zero this year. I think it starts week one. When is – so CFB week – Week zero is August 29th. Okay. Yeah, August 29th. That's when we start. September 4th is when I think we'll start. Well, I tip my hat to you, sir. All right. Who wins? <laughs> and who beats who? I think I think we both can venture a guess into who beats who as well. Clemson wins. I think. Yeah, it's still have Trevor Lawrence. That's safe as bad as any. Um Who do they beat? Both LSU and Bama are losing most of their good players. Yes. Hmm. Ohio State. Ah, you took mine. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm going Ohio State wins it all this year. Oh damn! I hate that. Stop making that prediction. It hurts my brain. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's it, what's gonna happen. And I think they beat Clemson. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm so not excited for this season of college football. It's going to be so weird. It's but because Nebraska went to stage three, it sounds like we might have 100% capacity at the stadium. Let's hope. <laughs> um, All right, bold prediction. How about we make a bold prediction for the season and a bold prediction for the Nebraska Cornhuskers? I like that. I like that. Season at large. Let's start with that. Because of a second spike in coronavirus cases, we don't play a full bowl game schedule. What does that – oh, some bowls get canceled, you'll say? Yes, some bowls get canceled due to coronavirus. That's like a two. Yeah. The Pac-12 makes the playoff this year. Which team? Oregon. Oregon's in the playoff. Five points. Five points? I'll take it. Um, Nebraska football bowl prediction. We go five and seven. That's not that bold. It's the specific number. Okay, I'll come up with a different one. Okay. We lose out after Rutgers. I'll give that, like, given this, looking at the schedule, I'd say it's very, very possible. So, I don't know, if, is that two or three? It's, it's a low one for sure, because... <laughs> I feel like you're... I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll give you a three. Can I... If, if you're going to lowball me like this... Okay. Well, <laughs> comparatively speaking, you're... Yours are a lot more grounded in realism than mine. So I think you're going to have a, a at That's, least hit, you're going to hit at least one of these, okay? And I don't know if I'll hit any. Yeah, all right. Then we can leave it at a three. Yeah. My bold prediction, Omar Manning leads the team in receiving yards. That's, that's not crazy bold. But he hasn't played yet. I don't know, I don't know if he's going to be a bust or not. Three points. Three points. I'll take it. <laughs> it's generous because I thought about one. Okay. And should we do NFL and then? Yeah, NFL. And do we start on time? Wait, wait. Should, should we go regular season or preseason? For starting we start date. Time. You think regular season starts on time or preseason starts on time? When would preseason start? The Hall of Fame game is first week of August. Yeah. Regular season starts on time. Okay. 
I, I'll agree with that. I, I don't think we'll have a preseason this year, to be honest. It's going to be a mess, but... Yeah, it's going to be terrible. I'm just going to watch a lot of bad sports. Yeah. <laughs> Who wins? Buffalo Wild Wings, because they get to put things on their TV screens again. Um... <laughs> The New Orleans Saints. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Who who do y'all beat? Well, you probably at least twice. Well, yes, uh, but in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh God, I don't even know. Let me think about that for a second. Let me look at some things. <laughs> See, normally it'd be easy, and I'd say the Patriots. But. <laughs> We can't do that. The Chiefs, that's where I thought you were going with that. Um, I am going to say for the champ for the Super Bowl champion, it will be the Yeah, we just don't know. I'm I'm I don't see the Chiefs taking a big step back, so I think they're the safe pick at this point. So I'll go Chiefs over. See the Niners making it again. The Saints always choke before they can get there. God, I, I, I hate that I'm saying this, but it honestly could be the Cowboys. Chiefs over Cowboys. Oh, no. Oh, God. That's the last thing 2020 could possibly throw at us. Yeah. That, just because this year has been a torture nonstop. I think we're going to listen to Cowboys fans talk about how they're going to win the Super Bowl, but then we'll get to see them lose. So, oh God! Bold prediction. Them to beat us at some point, probably. No, y'all will lose in the first round to the Vikings, like you always do. Nah, nah, not this year. Because that's what you said the past <laughs> four years, and you've always lost in an embarrassing fashion in the first round. This is true, but not this year. <laughs> All right. I think that's the last – I mean, we didn't talk about MLS, but who should? Yes. Um, Bold prediction, though. About the MLS? No, uh, NFL. Oh, my bold prediction about the MLS is that this precipitates the MLS not being a league anymore. Um, bold NFL prediction – the Buccaneers are not actually that good. You have them below 500. Hmm. I have them around 500. They go 500? Not a, I, they, they are within a game on either side of 500. Okay. It's like a two. Really? They have the best quarterback in the league. Fine. I'll give that a four. I'm only saying that because that was going to be mine. But Yeah, you're pissed off because I picked a good prediction. Yup, that was going to be mine. Crap. Um, <laughs> my prediction is that he is currently unsigned right now, but Cam Newton will be a Pittsburgh Steeler end of the season. Hmm. Fine. I'll take it. All right. Good talking to you, man. I'll see you later. Good talking to you. See you later.